sounds like the music stopped. I guess that means it's my turn to take over. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first ever Fantasy Stoner AMA on the Fantasy Football Discord. Um, I gotta be straight with you. This is extremely awkward for me. As much as I like hearing myself speak, I also love hearing people respond to the things that I say. So it is a little weird sitting here and talking to myself, but at the end of the day, when I do love having intelligent conversation, who the fuck should I speak with with myself? So um, full disclosure, I've been drinking Jack Daniels since about 2 o'clock this afternoon. I've been smoking weed since, um, I think, November of 2008. So, needless to say, uh, I'm not entirely sober at the moment, so this is going to be a good one. Uh, Which leads me to the first question, which might be the perfect question. If this season was a specific strain, you know what I mean. I think, I think he's talking about cannabis. Can't be certain. Uh, what would I name it? Um, sadly, I think the, the perfect strain name has already been uh, conceived for this season. Uh, it's 100% train wreck. For those of you that don't know, train wreck is, is one of the best sativas out there. Uh, and I'm not much of a. You should also know, full disclosure. Still, I'm sitting at the bar, still drinking right now. I'm outside. I'm hanging out. Anyway, trade wreck, sativa, Russian. I felt like we started out super excited about this season. First hit this train wreck, right? You get super stoked and you're happy and you know you're being creative, and then all of a sudden. You know, the shit hits the fans. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much what's happened here. Uh, I think it's season uh, week three is when it really started. So if I were to name this season after a strain of weed, it would definitely be train wreck. If I had to create my own name for it, it would be something like uh, MetLife Stadium Field Sucks a Big Bag of Dicks. Uh, might be too long to fit on the jar of weed. So maybe, damn, comma, my ACL, exclamation point. Something like that, um, I think, really will solidify how fucked up this season is. But hey, look, it's the fourth quarter of the year. You know, we've seen the Atlanta Falcons give up a lot in the fourth quarter. So I think I saw that, that meme the other day and thought it was fucking hilarious. Like, let's just hope that right now in 2020, we are playing against the Falcons. You know, we can make a comeback in the quarter, baby. At the end of the day, we're still breathing. We're still alive. And I think we're getting to a point where some of these injuries and the volume of injuries are going to subside. I think we're getting to a point where bodies are being a little more acclimated to the contact and, and just the, the, the constant stress and pressure of, playing in the NFL. Uh, they missed a lot of spring camps and fucking summer sessions, and there were no preseason games. And I think by week four, by week five for some teams, for most players, we should see them <clears throat> being a lot more comfortable with playing at the normal level of 
fucking 85% health that they normally play at because let's be honest, none of these players ever fucking play 100% healthy after week one, which is why they should all be able to smoke this fucking train wreck to let the pain fucking subside a little bit. As I take a sip of this Jack Daniels, I'm going to move on to this next question, MG. Uh, Your name is weird with the parentheses and the numbers. MG with numbers. Do I think David Johnson will be used correctly at any point in this season? Are we sticking to the low yards per carry because there's no room to run? Yeah, I mean, that's a huge problem. The offensive line is not being helpful, but there is a a little bit of hope in Houston, right? They just got rid of Bill O'Brien, so let's Let's think that maybe David Johnson could be a useful piece, a nice commodity to have. Even if he comes out and has one good game, then he has some trade value. You can try to move him, you know, maybe for someone that struggled. That, you know, you can try to buy low on because David Johnson had that one big game. I think Brandon Cooks is another dude that we can kind of lump in with David Johnson. Brandon Cooks had that one game. I think he had eight for 95, and then he fucking fell off the face of the earth. Like, where the fuck did he go? And, you know, I think he's another guy who, yeah, they, they, they put the pressure on him this past week, so you know, they were intent on stopping him. But um, I think he's another guy that, that you should maybe be able to get nothing. I think literally I am considering dropping him in multiple leagues. So you might end up finding him on the waiver wire. So you throw a dart out there and try to get Brandon Cooks because, let's be honest, Will Fuller isn't a guy that has been known to stay healthy. And if they are bringing in a new regime and they're going to let Watson play a little bit, who knows? Maybe maybe Brandon Cooks is another guy that is just as valuable and, shit, has a good game and you fucking trade him. I mean, at the end of the day, it's getting value. So... If Brandon Cooks has a monster game next week, David Johnson has a monster game next week, fucking try to trade him as soon as you possibly can. Um, Just get whatever you can out of him. I mean, look for people now that you can target that have underperformed, and I'm sure there are a bunch of them. Obviously, Mixon was the guy last week. Dell was another guy last week. I haven't really dug too deep in the names yet, but we might get there. How good does it feel to be in the notorious Kittle gang, hashtag Kittle gang, after seeing his comeback Eagles game week four? All right, let's, let's be real here, everyone. Not only am I fucking in the Kittle gang, I'm probably like the fucking president of the goddamn Kittle gang, the, the king. Um, I love that dude. I've loved him. Forget, fuck you, Jax. I know that you pumped this little bullshit tweet receipt that you were uh, all over Kittle so early on, but there's not a person in the planet that loves George Kittle uh, more than I do, and maybe his wife, honestly. Maybe his wife. Um, But, dude, it was ridiculous watching him drop 15 catches for a buck 83. Um, that's just some 
some shit right there. I'm excited to see this offense with Jimmy G coming back and Raheem will be healthy. And Devo look good. I mean, I saw Devo in the chat. Welcome, 19 Problems. It's good to have you here. I mean, granted, only played 25 snaps, caught every pass, looked strong. Um, it's going to be exciting to see Devo and Ayuk and fucking McKinnon and Raheem in the backfield with Jimmy G and Kittle. And I got to tell you, man, you look at Kittle from three years ago till now, I mean, the change in him is fucking dramatic. Like, he just looks like a fucking grown-ass man who ain't nothing to fuck with. Um, I'm just super excited to have him back. I mean, obviously, as a Niner fan, I'm stoked. Because he is the, the greatest fucking tight end in the history of the world. Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Tony. And whoever else wants to try to lay claim to that, but you're not George Kittle. So at the end of the day, it feels fucking great. Are you kidding me? I'm still waiting for him to uh, to give me an interview. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll get there. Uh, with Chubb out a few weeks, with Cleveland back, your eyes don't scream, dude. Kareem Hunt was already a dude that I was plugging in my lineup as a flex play every week. Um, and now he's fucking RB1 potential because – None of those guys behind him. I mean, yeah, they're going to get some touches because that's the way the offense rolls. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Kareem Hunt is a fucking RB1 talent. And, God, I mean, I think I tweeted out on Sunday, like, it must be nice to go from Chubb to Hunt. Like, that's just not a luxury that teams have. But I've been speaking into existence this phrase, a tandem backfield. And I think that's the fucking, this is the key of a tandem backfield. So when you have two guys that you brought in to play specific roles, uh, and then one of them goes down, knowing that the other one can step in and assume that that whole role as the RB1 is just is a beautiful thing. I mean, granted, it, look, nobody wants to see somebody get hurt, especially somebody of Chubb's talent. I... I also mentioned during that game that, I mean, fuck, the three best running backs in football, talent-wise, are Zeke, Dalvin Cook, and Nick Chubb. And it can easily be argued that fucking Chubb is better than Cook just from a talent perspective. Um, but at the end of the day, like, Kareem Hunt can, can assume that role. To see Dearness Johnson get a bunch of touches, like, look, he put up 49 points on the Cowboys, and they scored 24 in the fourth. So I think his, his number of touches were a little bit skewed. Uh, I will be interested to see how he handles the fucking the Kareem Hunt role. I mean, that's what we have to assume. So if you're looking to pick someone up, maybe Dearness Johnson is going to be that guy that I'm not going to – say that he can perform like Kareem Hunt because he's not going to perform like Kareem Hunt. But it stands to reason that he could be in a position to get those Kareem Hunt uh, number of touches. And that, I mean, is equally as important for the 3-1 team that just dropped 49 on someone. I mean, 
granted, the Cowboys don't play defense, but 49 points is 49 fucking points. I'm going to take a break and let you guys know what I'm hitting today. I'm smoking this shit called Wedding Cake. I don't really like hybrids. I'm more of an indica guy, but got to be straight. This Wedding Cake is fucking fine. Uh, best waiver wire pickup for the week. Um, man, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, it really depends on the depth of your league, I presume. Uh, you know, I got some leagues that just have too many players, so it's hard to even, uh, to start to guess. But, look, if you lost Chubb, you want to grab Damian Harris. He was probably the number one guy. Go check out 201 Tommy. Uh, I didn't even promote shit. I just got into rambling. I'm going to stop you from other stuff later. Check out 201 Tommy's my homie. We will, uh, let me go find his fucking handle right now. He does his little stupid TikTok videos because he's like a 12 year old girl. At 201 FFB Tommy Mo. My big Samoan bastard that just moved from Huntington Beach. He is, uh, he's a dude that throws up little videos letting you know to pick up your tweet. But, look, Josh Kelly's the guy that you want to snag if he's out there because Eckler went down. Damian Harris is probably going to be the lead running back. Fuck, that's a dumb thing to say because New England's backfield just wouldn't fuck you. I think Damian Harris earned himself uh, the Sony role. Uh, at least a shot at the Sony role. Let's put it that way. Um, those are probably the two main guys that I would that I would shoot for right now. And if Big Big Bobby T, Robert Tonyan is out there, I mean, yeah, you throw it all out there for him. I got a question coming up about his performance. Was it a breakout or was it just because Adams and Lazard were out? I'm gonna answer that right now. I. This is where I humble brag, but not so humbly brag. I'm going to suck my own dick for a minute. On Friday, I tweeted out that I expect him, I'm all in on that dude, to be a top five, I mean, I'm sorry, a top ten, even a top eight tight end this year. Um, And I know it's been a long time. Uh, Kanye, Kanye Rob told me yesterday it's been a minute since the Packers have had a top 10 tight end, and this is the year. And here's why. Yes, his performance is because Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard were injured. 100% scored three touchdowns. But do you know what that performance also did? That performance also locked in the trust of Aaron Rodgers. Did you see the smile on Aaron Rodgers' face after that third touchdown? Yeah, because I did too. There's few things in the world probably more difficult than getting Aaron Rodgers to trust you. And this kid has done it over the last four weeks. He's seen a, a substantial number of targets because people are out. But the opportunity that was created because of the injuries, he took advantage of. And I think he put himself in a position that Aside from Adams and maybe Aaron Jones on certain plays, I think Bobby T is going to be a guy that, that Aaron Rodgers is going to look at. I mentioned to my brother that before the game, I was expecting him to hit 10 touchdowns this year. And he 
texted me in the middle of the game and said, are you sure he wasn't going to score that tonight? I mean, he's already at five, I think. Um, I just think, yeah, his performance was because guys were injured, but it earned him so much more in the future. And I'm fucking stoked at, at the fact that I did send that tweet out on Friday instead of waiting. Um, I also got him for zero dollars in the Scott Fishbowl. Um, it, I'm pretty stoked on that. Um, want to take a moment to to reel it back in. Um, everybody knows fantasy FB Stoner on Twitter and Instagram is my handle. Um, not everyone, but I would assume the people that are listening. But let me let me wrap my boys at the Undroppables. That's who uh, you know. That, that would be my Wu-Tang crew. Uh, there's a bunch of them, dude. There's a bunch of them. And one of them, I'm going to answer a question now from Dr. Not a Doctor. He's been talking about rookie left tackle Mecky Becton. And pronounce his name. Might be the Jack. Anyway, the dude is monster, bro. Has improved tremendously. Um, does he have a future in New York? If he continues to get better at football, yes, he has a future in New York. You guys want some offensive line shit? Go hit up my boy at Brad Wire FF. This dude is dropping offensive line rankings weekly for the undroppables. And that's the kind of shit that we do, or at least we're trying to do, set us apart a little bit. I think everybody drops your little running back rankings, your little flex rankings, this and that. But you learn some information about an offensive line that can help you in the future. And I think, you know, back then it's a guy. As soon as Adam Gaze gets fired and they bring somebody in to, to do a little something different with Sam Darnold and Le'Veon Bell will be back soon. And I think Jameson Crowder is, is a valuable piece right now, Jameson Crowder. Um, yeah, I think, I think back then's a solid baller, dude. They'll love him in New York. <clears throat> as long as he keeps caving the fucking the holes open. Um, going back to my boys at the Undroppables. I'm going to throw a few names out. Or, uh, at Unscripted FF on Twitter. That's the uh, flagship podcast of the Undroppables. It's hosted by Randall Kennedy, a.k.a. at FF underscore Terminator. Joined by Paulie Sleepers and the BZ. BFF, you guys know him, you love him. We also got The Undrafted, another podcast. Uh, it's hosted by at Dino Game Theory. Um, I think you know him. You might know him as Jax Falcone. Yeah, it's at The Undrafted FF. He's up to like his sixth or seventh episode. They were talking shit about me on this most recent one. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but we also, you know, got some shit going on, Monkey Knife Fight. You, uh, drop the, uh, UND fucking bonus code. You get a match up to 50 bucks. Um, 100% up to 50 bucks. Got a lot of shit going on with the Undroppables. Check out our website. Our rankings are always updated. One of the few that are always updated. Always on top, baby. Um, anyway, I'm going to hit back to questions. No, this is not Josh Gordon. 
my thoughts on the AFC South. I don't know. Should I even have any? Um, look, Tennessee's 3-0, dude. Like, you got Derrick Henry, who is going to carry this team to the playoffs, whether Ryan Tannehill stays as Ryan Tannehill or becomes the Ryan Tannehill that Kyle Larson thinks he can be. Um, so, I don't know. I just think Tennessee is the team to beat. But, you know, if I'm a Colts fan, I'm pretty stoked on what I got going on there in Indianapolis. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's that dude. Phillip Rivers, that's all he does is fucking impregnate his wife so you know he can fucking score. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, DeForest Buckner, yeah, you paid a lofty price for him. But, man, he's a... He's a fantastic player, and he's done a fantastic job to, like, tweak that defense up. Um, I was mentioning to somebody that he was MVP. And they were like, well, you spelled Darius Leonard wrong. I said, well, Darius Leonard had been there the last few years. Now they bring in Buckner, and their fucking defense looks like this. What? And it was a very valid point, so... I don't know, man. I think I think the Colts obviously can win it. Uh, if the Titans can beat Corona, I also think they can beat the Colts. So. Sorry, I got to hit this pad so we'll see what happens. Why do I think Nick Foles is so awful when he starts games versus coming off the bench? Honestly, that's a fantastic question, and... I can only think it has something to do with that fucking mindset. Um, I would envision that Nick Foles is a dude that that overanalyzes every situation. That he he commits, uh, you know, paralysis by analysis. You know, but if he's in a circumstance where he's just thrown into it without having to think about it. I think that's a little bit, a little bit different, you know. It's it's instinctual. It's fight or flight. But if you're sitting there all week and you're practicing and you're constantly thinking about it, I don't know. I just think Big Dick Nick gets in his own head. He fucks himself. Big Dick Nick fucks himself. If there is a title for the Stoner AMA, I'd like it to be Big Dick Nick fucks himself. Um, you should definitely write that down. Uh, we talked about Bob and Tanya. Is Kenyon Drake belong in a homeless shelter? Or does he deserve one more chance against the Jets? Um, yeah, against the Jets, I think everybody deserves another chance. Um, but I am a little concerned about his usage. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for the people that, that fucking ponied up a second-round pick for him. You know who you are. Go look at yourself in the mirror and, and fucking degrade yourself and look and say, you know, you fucked up. You believe the hype. You jumped on the 2020 version of Damian Williams. What are you waiting for? Go look in the mirror and yell at yourself because you fucked up. It happens. It happened to a lot of us. Um, but at the end of the day, look, I mean... <laughs> The way these fucking games are going, there's way too many injuries. 
So are you really going to bench a starting running back on a team that can put up points? Probably not. Against the fucking Jets? No, probably not. You're going to fucking play. <clears throat> Do I see DeAndre Swift taking a heavy carry workload? Uh, eventually, yeah, I think he should. Uh, I think they'd be stupid to not at least give an, an effort. Um, no, but can you really judge? I mean, Adrian Peterson hasn't been horrible, has he? I mean, maybe. Yeah, he's fucking whatever. Yeah, Swift should get a higher workload. Probably second half of the year, I expect him to get more carries. Damian Harris, no targets. Definitely worthy of a stash, Andre. Uh, 100%. He should have been stashed ahead of time, but... I know that some things don't have the deepest of rosters, so if he's out there and you got a chance to get him, I'd go get him because he looked fucking good. Um, and Sony just doesn't. James White's not going to carry that workload, and Sexy Rexy is just a guy that, that gets plugged in when it has to happen. So um, it is what it is. Uh, is it time to panic on the Sexy? No, he's fucking good. Just... People know what he is. You know what I mean? He's the guy that's going to get targeted off the third down. He's the guy that's going to get targeted in the red zone. Um, so when you got good linebackers like Bobby Wagner and, and people Seattle have, you can fucking shut him down. So yeah, you play the matchups with him. Uh, don't worry about him, but if you can trade him, trade him. And do I value Tanyan over him? Yes. I think he finishes as a top eight tight end. I think Gizeki does not. Uh, what kind of fab are we spending on Ernest? I don't know. I mean, if I need him, a couple bucks, I'm not. Yeah. Thoughts on Hunter Henry? Start him over Schultz this coming week. Bro, honestly, we're already looking at next week's games. I don't even know who's playing who. It's fucking Tuesday. We just got over week four. Let me uh, slide into week five and see what's happening. But I let's talk about Schultz. I do like Schultz, man. And this is the thing. I was arguing with someone about Schultz earlier. That dude is getting a lot of targets with Amari and CD Lamb and Zeke and all these other dudes completely and totally healthy, right? So it's crazy to not play him. I mean, the argument was Schultz or Jonah the rest of the way, and I went Schultz, and the other guy went Jonu, and I like Jonu, but at the end of the day, like, Schultz is hitting these numbers with all these dudes healthy, and Jonu's hitting the same, if not worse, numbers with everybody injured. So maybe that's his, maybe that's Smith's ceiling. And, like, Schultz has the potential to just have some of these monster games on a, on a, on a on a team that doesn't know fucking how to play defense, right? And they're playing the Giants this week who can't fucking stop anyone. Who are the, the Chargers? The San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles playing the Saints? I mean, both of them are great starts. Jesus. I'm probably flipping a coin. Um... But I think I'd go Hunter Henry over the Saints this week because over Schultz this week because uh, I think the Saints will score a ton more points than the Giants will against the uh, Gronk first Kittle in a cage match. It'd be done. 
Kittle would stab him in the back room and then just go stand in the ring. Uh, it wouldn't even be a question. DJ Moore versus Robbie Anderson. I'm not going to read this whole question. Should we expect to stabilize for more? <sighs> Fuck. I love DJ Moore. He's way too talented to not produce, right? He's getting a lot of touches or he's getting a lot of targets. Um, yeah, I don't think Robbie Anderson is as good as he's fucking playing. I think at the end of the day that people are targeting and looking at DJ Moore as the guy to stop on on defense right now. So um, I'm not scared of DJ Moore, especially with um, McCaffrey coming back in a week or two. Um, yeah, try to buy him low, though. That's 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 what's up. You can get DJ Moore super cheap right now. How do I feel about Tom Brady against Chicago? Fuck Tom Brady. He's assistant quarterback. Um, honestly, Chicago. I don't know, man. The scary part is that all these guys are hurt. So, uh, yeah, I like Teddy versus Atlanta and. Justin H against New Orleans. I'd probably go Teddy against Atlanta because they just can't stop anyone. Uh, it's probably a good day for DJ Moore. Back to him. DJ Moore against Atlanta. Let's say that DJ is going to go seven for a fuck two and a touchdown. It's going to be a good DJ Moore day against Atlanta. So I'd go Teddy over Matt, over, over fucking Tom Brady. Uh, Texans stocks up or down without Brian. Uh, yeah, I mean, up, right? They were clearly so far down with him, so you have to think that they have to go up at least a little bit without him. Um, I'm going to hold on to Brandon Cooks, even though I was ready to get rid of him. Uh, I think we talked about that earlier. How do I feel about Herbert after a few starts? I like him. I like Justin, dude. I, I was very... You know, it was one of those guys, uh, like Daniel Jones coming out last year. I wasn't stoked on him. And, and Justin H. from fucking the Pac-12 was another guy. But I don't know, man. I like, I, like what he's, I like what he's shown. He's fucking dropping 300 yards a game. He's completing a ton of passes. You know, he's got five touchdowns. I don't know, man. I, I like the kid. I like what I'm seeing. I'd like to see how he looks when Mike Williams comes back. It's tough. They lost Eckler. Um, but, you know, Josh Kelly's a guy that's going to, that I really like to kind of step up and take a big role. Uh, three lifestyle tips to get more out of life. Fantasy, if you go fuck yourself. The first lifestyle tip is to go fuck yourself. Uh, no, I don't. You're talking to 43 year old. Bald, divorced father of two and asking for lifestyle tips. So, number one, don't be a dick. But number two, smoke weed every day. Uh, those are my three tips. Because it was my understanding there would be no math. Um, I've been impressed with both Burrow and uh, both of those quarterbacks. Burrow and Herbert. Justin Herbert. Um, I like both of them. I'm stoked on them both. Uh, I think Burrow's going to be a fucking superstar, though. 
anybody who thinks otherwise is paying attention. Uh, if I could be any animal, what would it be and why? Um, fuck. That's sick. Uh, I think a grizzly bear is the, the obvious answer here. Um, I think the grizzly bear is probably the toughest animal in, in America. Um, in a head-to-head fight, barring some fucking crazy shit, you're not fucking with a grizzly bear, dude. You know? I mean, but they're huge, right? They're like fucking a thousand pounds. They can lift a car. They can like bite a bowling ball in half. I mean, it's just crazy, bro. So, yeah, I'd be a grizzly bear. But I'd be like the cool grizzly bear, like the guru grizzly bear that doesn't fuck with shit anymore. He just kind of sits back and teaches all the other grizzly bears how to fuck shit up. Um, Basically, I'd be like the cult leader of grizzly bears. It's really uh, where I'm at with that right now. Uh, I am a USC grad. Thoughts on Slovis? Dude, it's impossible to not like that kid. I, he really needs like 30 more pounds of fucking muscle. And he has time to add that to his frame. But let's be honest. I mean, the, the four most accurate quarterbacks in 2019... Uh, or the, like three of them, I think it was Tua, Burrow, and Slovis. So when you're completing like 70% of your passes and dropping, you know, 40 fucking throws a game, I'm down for that, bro. He had Michael Pittman, who he got drafted, you know, almost into the first round, right? And got Amon Ross St. Brown, who is going to be – exponentially better than his brother Equimonious. Um, I think Amon Ra is going to be a first-round pick. He would actually be perfect on the fucking Packers. Oh, my God. If the Packers could draft St. Brown and throw him out there with Adams next year, that would be some fucking filth, even for an old-ass Aaron Rodgers and his dirty fucking mustache. Oh, good God. But I like Slovis. I think he's the type of kid that should probably stay four years. Um, I'm going to believe that uh, Clay Helton's going to get fired and Graham Harrell will be his fucking coach soon. Favorite player to watch this season and all seasons is always George Kittle. We all know that. Let's not, let's not ask questions we already know the answer to. The answer is always George Kittle. I can pick one team that got absolutely smashed brain stone before every game. Who would it be? Yeah, I pr- uh. Cleveland Browns uh, probably smoke a shit ton of weed for every game. Uh, wedding cake is nice. Blue skunk is good. I mean, look, anytime you put skunk at the end of a fucking weed name, it's dope. The animal would be my sidekick in a movie. Um, uh, well, since I would be a grizzly bear, it would have to be something like the opposite of a grizzly bear. So, I, and my sidekick would definitely be female. So I would say a flamingo. Uh, a flamingo would be my sidekick. Some sexy flamingo. 
the last time you had a really, really good laugh? Oh, man. Uh, we always get good chuckles, man, in the Undroppables group chats, to be honest. I fucking forget what it was. We were clowning on somebody, but I was like, oh, no, it wasn't the Undroppables group chat. It was in the hot sauce fucking league that I did. <laughs> My boy FF underscore intervention, bro. Oh, Chase Vernon, such a great dude, man. Fantastic kid. He said that a tweet a couple of days ago that basically he tweeted out to his followers. He was like, hey, so if you uh, have a Twitter account, shoot me a follow. And we were like, dude, did you really just fucking tweet that to your followers? And we were clowning them in the group chat, and I was legit crying. It was fucking hilarious. The worst start-sit decision you made while sauced? Oh, I lost a, a playoff game because I benched, uh, I think it was Garoppolo last year. Um, and he dropped, like, fucking... 30-something points. It was ridiculous. It was the end of last year, for sure. It might have been... It wasn't two years ago. It was the end of last year. I ended up benching Garoppolo and fucked myself. Yeah, the San Diego Chargers of LA. That's what we should be calling them, because that's really what they are. Uh, Fuck Tom Brady. I love this. System-ass quarterback. He is. Look. Look, Danny. Fuck you. Dropping bullshit about Joe Montana. There's a difference, right? Joe Montana, he made the system. Joe Montana made the West Coast offense. Bill Belichick's system made Tom Brady. There's there's a difference, right? You see the difference there? One is the creator. And one has been created. Joe Montana is the GOAT, bro. Never lost the Super Bowl, never even threw an interception in there. So, this could be a weekly thing. Could this be a weekly thing? Oh, my God. I don't know, man. Dude, Higgins rest of the season, honestly, you need fucking A.J. Green to shit or get off the pot. Um, Higgins is going to not be viable to use unless somebody gets in because it's just too volatile. There's just nothing consistent there. Which NFL player outside of Kittle do I want to smoke a blunt with? That's a that's a tough that's a tough question. There are a handful of players in the NFL. I mean, historically speaking, Marshawn Lynch would obviously be um, an easy answer. Uh, but if I had to answer right now. Um, my favorite player would want to smoke a blunt. What is Zach Banner, actually? Um, I and obviously Ricky Williams historically for sure. It's Marshawn and Ricky Williams. Relax, man, with your system ass answer. You got a system ass Ricky Williams answer. You must have learned that from your system quarterback. You also had a system kicker in Goskowski. I don't know if you knew that. And clearly a system tight end in Rob Gronkowski. I mean, Jesus. Like, Bill Belichick is the king. He should be sitting on LeBron's throne right now. 
Gronk is a system tight end. If anybody tweets that out before I get done this, I'm going to be pissed. Um, anyway, uh, so right now, yeah, Zach Banner, literally one of my favorite dudes. Uh, I went to college with him. The kid is so funny and sincere. And when I say funny, like, the dude is like, he's like Shaq with fucking with Charles Barkley funny. Like, that's how Zach Banner is going to be one day, and people don't understand that. He's one of my favorite people. I'd love to smoke with him. I would love to burn a fucking blunt with Odell, um, Cam Newton, uh, guys that are different. Ezekiel Elliott. Um, some of these guys are, are not afraid of the shield, right? Most of the NFL is very scared of being an individual, and they they fear being who they are because they are representing the shield and guys like Cam Newton they don't do that shit um, I've already tweeted out system kicker week one when Goskowski missed a bunch of fucking kicks <laughs> I, I tweeted that shit out a long time ago um, anyway yeah I fucking oh Jesus when your team loses what's the first shot you take oh I take a shot of cannabis uh, but if I'm drinking, it's JMO. I'm drinking Jameson. Um, and look, Danny, if you want to jump on a voice chat with me right now, mister, I'm not afraid of you. Now, Richie Incognito, I don't want to fuck with that dude because he's kind of a dick, and I'd probably end up fighting him. Um, and I'm not afraid of him. I'm bigger than he is. Well, maybe not. He just seems like too much of a lunatic. Like, I'd rather smoke with these dudes who are themselves and aren't afraid of, you know, the bullshit. Um, fuck, the first shot I take, Jameson. My team, I did like seven shots of Jameson during the Sunday night game. It was really bad. Uh, really fucking bad. Yeah, McAfee would be fun to smoke with, but I feel like he would also get annoying after a while. Um, I feel like he would just keep talking and never shut the fuck up. And like, I'd end up fucking shelf slamming him, so he would shut the fuck up. But yeah, it would definitely be cool for like a minute. Um, <laughs> dude, Gaze? Yeah, I just want his eyes. Like, if, if Gaze fucking hit a little something, maybe his eyes would not be all fucking wild. Um, Somebody asked the question earlier, who lasts longer, Patricia or Gaze? I think Patricia lasts longer. Um, there it is. There's his eyes. Like, Adam Gaze is just nuts. Like, God. I can't remember the last time I looked at anything like that. And I can tell you, I probably ran away from her that night. Um, that's the only time I've ever made that face. <laughs> Dude, Gaze ripping a smelling salt is probably the greatest thing ever. It's <laughs> it's it's akin to LeBron throwing fucking baby powder in the air. It's uh it's fucking beautiful. We need more of that. But he's gonna get he should get fired. There's no way that this dude should not be fired. Hey, little little drop. I'm gonna drop a little fucking undroppables collection. Viridianglobal.com. Go to collections and go to undroppables. 
We got to rep our squad, bro. The best shirt, I think, is the Sucks to Suck shirt. I think it's fantastic. You also got hoodie season coming for the ladies. So you might want to pick up a Welcome to the Machine hoodie. These are coming from Canada. So you know they're made with love. Uh, They might sprinkle in some fucking Tim Hortons. And some fucking donuts and some moosehead, uh, you know, because it's coming from Canada with love. Who's a better quarterback in raw talent? Man, that girl's cute as fuck. Jones, Darnold, or Haskins? Ooh, I think raw talent has to be Darnold. I, I, I mean, I, and I only say that because I saw enough of him when I was at USC. Sam is a good football player. Um, he just, he does things that you can't teach. Uh, and I think that there are things that he does wrong that he can be untaught. I just don't know that Adam Gaze is the dude. Um, I do like Jones, but, I mean, I don't know. He just looks like a fucking clown, bro. He looks like a lacrosse player that you want to punch in the face because his dad emails the coach every week because he doesn't get enough fucking playing time. Um, and Haskins, I, I think I tweeted out in December that Haskins was just a skinny Jamarcus Russell. And, and I feel like I might be right on that. Um, I'm not certain. Danny, you don't want this smoke, baby. You're not allowed to get in here. But he can throw on one knee. Can't we all? Like, honestly, we can all throw on one knee. I hate all that bullshit. Look, Darnold has more talent than Jones or Haskins, in my opinion. I don't know why I said it like Haskins, but it just felt appropriate to say it. Yes, I am really fucking stoned right now. Um, Dude, Adam Gaze rips the shit out of that. That's just too funny. I can, I can watch that shit all day. Oh, my God. I still think the fucking one where they float the taco around his face is still is still fantastic. Um, some bird's boss? What does that mean? Bird's boss, man. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means, bro. Andre, what does that mean? Some birds. Some ladies. How do you know I don't have any ladies? Fucking some chicken heads. <laughs> Relax, bro. What are you, a Southie? Come on. You got chicken head, drink some water. You know I'm drinking water. I'm drinking water on top of the Jack and Cokes. Uh, and the wedding cake I'm smoking. You got chicken heads over there in the Southie or what? You know I need some of that. Chicken heads. That's fucking beautiful. I wonder how your students would feel if they knew you were referring to their parents as chicken heads. That would be fucking superb. (laughs) Come on, Danny. Come say hi. Let's argue about Tom Brady being a system quarterback. And Rob Gronkowski never being as good as George Kittle is right now. That dude looks like Jesse Pinkman. 
Some guy just drove by in a Dodge Charger. He looks like Jesse Pinkman. Holy shit. That's crazy. Where you at, Dan? Oh, I thought you wanted to jump on. I guess you don't really want this smoke. Are there any more football questions? All right, I pumped uh, the Undroppables collection on Viridian. Let me hit up some of the dudes, some of the homies on the Undroppables. Listen up, listen up. No, fuck him. He's got his mic muted. At KL underscore fantasy. That's my little brother, Kyle Larson. He likes Ryan Tannehill too much, uh, but he's a good dude. At Brad Wire FF. That dude hits you up with some offensive line rankings. You'll love it. At Fantasy and Sport. Um, shit, he writes for us. I can't tell you all the uh, goddamn fucking shit and articles these people write. At Unscripted FF, the first podcast for the Undroppables. At Professor, P-R-O-F-F-E-S-S-A-H. That dude's an analytical fuck. He knows his shit. At Master June 70. He's the co-founder of Viridian and one of our proud members of the Undroppables. He does our banging graphics. If you check out my Twitter header, he's that dude. Uh, we got at Jman underscore FF. He's a contributor. He does video and audio editing. We got at Paulie Sleepers. You know he's the godfather of the Undroppables. At Andrew Mackins, M-A-C-K-E-N-S. This is a dude who keeps the machine moving. Doesn't get enough credit. Andrew crushes it at Dino Game Theory, lead analyst and ranker, uh, and undrafted pod at the undrafted FF. At two on one FFB, Tommy loves Derek Carr too much, but that dude drops some bomb TikTok videos week to week. We got at Mike Reedy, R E E D F F. He drops some fucking untangling the wire shit. My boy Adam, even though he went to Purdue, because fuck Purdue, at the ad, the real Adam underscore H is the doctor of all doctors. Jesse Morse, garbage. That dude said Kittle was dead after he got hurt last year. That dude said that Tyler Lockett needed to retire. The real doctor of all fantasy football, at the real Adam underscore H. Of course, at the undroppables, that's the crew. Fuck you, Dan. I'm not giving your handle because you're a piece of shit. At Kanye Rob, he does some, uh, I don't know, he does a bunch. He writes some shit. He also edits a bunch of uh, podcasts. Danny, at AWL Saber Metrics. He's a washed-up college baseball player. We felt bad for him, brought him in. Nah, Danny's a great, great dude. He's a teacher. He's shaping the youth of America. Um, he does some editing, uh, knows contract shit. If you got contract questions, you hit up, you hit up that dude right there. Uh, at Fantasy Dukes, he does some graphics and stuff like that. Uh, at FF underscore Terminator. Yeah, fuck, fuck Purdue, fantasy and sport. Fuck Purdue, come on. At uh, FF underscore Terminator, he's hosting the pod. He's just one of the Gs, man. He's one of the OG founders. At 101 Chalk, you know he hosts Chalk Leagues. You know, he's like, he's the man behind the man. He's the master. He's the fucking great and powerful Oz. He's the man behind the curtain. Uh, at BZBFF, that's our dude. Fantastic flavor. We love BZ. One of the most lovable and fantastic people you could ever possibly meet. 
We got at Luke, E-N-E-U-E-N-D-O-R-F, Luke. You got to change that fucking handle, bro. That's some bullshit. He does analytics and whatnot. And then we got at B-P-O-F-S-U, apparently Brian went to F-S-U. This dude knows animal shit. Like, like it's unbelievable. Him and Tommy, because Tommy's fucking job in real life has to do with the, the environment and wilderness. Those two dudes, fantastic. But Brian dropped some fucking animal nuggets. Like, and that's the beauty of the undroppables. At the end of the day, we are not just here to give you fantasy knowledge. We are here to pump you full of fucking pop culture, fucking eco- ecology, psychology, fucking whatever you want. We can get it to you. Um, and, and Dan knows history. I think he's a history guy. I hear he's a teacher, but I don't fucking know. I haven't, I don't know. None of the students seem to like him. <laughs> Look, see, we got it all, bro. Government. Tell us about the government, Danny. How fucked up is our government? But look, at the end of the day, yeah, you hit up the Andropables. We are covering you from coast to coast. We are not just going to be a place to come for fantasy information, but that's where you come right now. Uh, not great, Bob. Exactly. <laughs> our rankings are always updated. Our website is always dank as fuck. Our people are always answering questions. We're hitting the discords on Sunday mornings. Uh, some of us are popping in and out of other people's podcasts. And I mean, we're just always a part of something. If you tag the undroppables, this, you have the potential of one of 20, if not all of 20, answering your fucking questions. So. I mean, don't be stupid. Tag the undroppables in your fantasy, in your fantasy questions, in your fantasy requests. Um, I don't have any more questions here, so I think that that might be it for me, man. I pumped the whole squad. Uh, I talked about USC's quarterback. Man, I talked about being a grizzly bear. Fuck. Let's see. Anybody that we're looking forward to seeing play next week? I don't know, because it's only Tuesday. Like, I still have to figure out my fucking 43 leagues and make all the waiver claims. Yeah, 43 leagues. Yes, 43 of them. Yeah, that's too many. I literally need an assistant. I prefer she be between the ages of 25 and 30. Or a flamingo, yes, Andre. A flamingo or a unicorn, actually, would be another dope sidekick. But I didn't go with that because I don't think. <laughs> okay, I think I should I think I should start an OnlyFans account and start answering questions. Five dollars a month to get all your fucking questions answered by the stoner. That seems like a bad deal when I'm giving it away for free. But what can I say? I'm a whore for the brand. Wait, you're gonna trade Juju for Hunt? You have you have you have Chubb? <laughs> that doesn't mean are you excited about the trade? That means you have Chubb. Any last words? My last words are fucking this was weird but awesome. Like I uh thanks Danny. 
I, uh, I really enjoyed everybody being a part of this. Thank you for your questions. Thanks for giving me the time and letting me do this. Uh, I really hope everybody had fun. Um, lastly, follow the at the undroppables. That's where the, uh, that's where the homies reside. That's where the championships are won. 